0: You're looking for some straight-up marketing advice that's super chilled and also a bit of a laugh? Then grab yourself a drink and get ready for marketing and margaritas—a podcast that makes marketing entertaining. Brought to you by Rebel Nation, direct from
1: Regional Queensland. Hello, and welcome to Marketing and Margaritas. Today, our episode is about three things that can help make your business a saleable asset from a marketing perspective. So. We all dream of sitting on the beach, drinking cocktails all day. Pretty much all day. <laughs> Apart from running a business, that's like totally life goals. But it is, but still, the cocktails by the beach. Like <laughs> never tonight. not gonna have an appeal, man. Yeah. So if one day decide you decide down the track you want to sell the business, then there's a couple of things that you can do to improve the likelihood of it appealing to other people. Yeah. So basically, and hopefully, the bottom line.
0: Yes, it, it really is because there's a lot of things obviously to make your business an asset like having good quality um, procedures and, and processes in place and everything documented and your files all sort like staff training or all that kind of obviously stuff. Obviously
1: good sales and people knowing about your business. That's Solar part, so. Yeah,
0: exactly. So from a marketing perspective, there are a few things that you can be doing to make it a more saleable asset whether you're looking at selling it in the next month or mm. whether it's something you think you may want to sell in 10 years time. Yeah, The whole point is that, you know, things like, you know, refreshing your collateral or whatever. You're not going to do that today for a potential sale that's going to happen in a decade. Like, it's not going to make it fucking like a fucking difference. But there are things that you can be continually doing that will improve your business for you. Which is good, too. But it also just makes it, yeah, a better, a more lucrative asset to sell as yeah. well, which, yeah, exactly, can in return get you more money. Well, so. you
1: think about it when you sell, like, unless you own the building, you're possibly not selling bricks and mortar like or even stock depending on what your business does yeah it can so, be a real
0: intangible asset so these are things that from on the marketing side of things can solidify it a little bit more Yeah.
1: all right so we're the first one off the rank is a solid online presence now yeah. we harp on about that in general business and marketing anyway yeah
0: how you show up online is crucial especially these days like it's changed a lot sort of thing um, but yeah, it, it how you shop online is super important for you anyway. Yeah, but it's something that you want to be putting into work for the business as an asset itself too. So things like having all your domains and social handles, etc., taken. So even if you don't necessarily want to be on certain social platforms. Mm-hmm. You can still go through and create accounts to make sure that you've got that that name. Um, Same thing with
1: domains at the moment; they've come out with the .au's now. So just having all of that available and purchased, rather than someone else possibly picking it up or them having to think about it. Exactly. Yeah,
0: it's like you've basically secured all of those digital assets, kind of thing, in a way, so that no one else can take them. And it's even we had a case with a client when we were like helping them to do their .au, and they were like, "Oh, I don't have my .com," and it was available. So um, like well we want to make sure you have that as well and they're like yeah. I didn't think you needed it And like you don't need, need it. it but it's better that you have it than someone else has it so sort of
1: and it's not that expect like domains cost money to have social handles don't correct um at the moment true <laughs> thanks meta <laughs> <We'll> see <laughs> where that goes I think
0: more Elon Musk with Twitter but,
1: I <laughs> um, but yeah so there is a slight cost with that but it's better than someone else having it and ransoming it if you wanted it later. Which people have been doing. Yeah.
0: So there are a lot of, um, not a lot of, there were some nationals that did not pick up <gasps> their .aus, oh, no. And so people, as soon as became publicly available, yeah. were just, like, searching all these massive brands <laughs> and stuff and then ransoming their domains from them. Oh. So I don't know why their marketing teams would not have been onto that. But That's terrible. Anyway. Sorry to harp on that. Side tangent. <laughs> yeah. Um. So having consistent quality social media presence as well so that's a big one yeah building and again this is so important for you but just think about if you're wanting to you know dress up your business for sale you want it to look all pretty well having that social media following but yeah. also having you know that that consistent quality content just happening so it's something that they can just take over rather than oh my god what are we going to do with this facebook page you may as well shut it down which is what we get from clients when they've bought a business or that you know they like oh they want to
1: merge yeah
0: etc and they're like is this even worth doing anything with yeah. you know what I mean whereas if you've got a really strong engaged social media presence then it just makes the business look more attractive because they can just walk in and just keep that going rather than having to start from scratch
1: but from a buyer's perspective as well is also like if you're going to shop anywhere and you facebook search or social search someone if they haven't been online for the last month or just once or twice you're like how well are they doing mm. like it you know it's that visual nah lost <laughs> the words totally got out of my head but you know what I'm saying yeah and I
0: this is exactly <coughs> the conversation I had in a training session yesterday where I'm like when you go dead on socials, yeah. it's normally because you're super fucking busy, in which is business, a good thing. But what it looks like yeah. from the like the perspective that's is what that it. yeah, <laughs> I've in there. Oh dear! <laughs> but that's it. You go to someone's socials and if they haven't posted for ages, or there's like one post every three months, yeah, it's kind of like, are these guys still going? Like, do they still exist? Yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, they're not I getting understand. any
1: new stock. They're not doing anything. Like, yeah,
0: yeah, it looks dead. And so the last thing for your solid online presence is really about working on your SEO. Um, That's something, again, for yourself you want to be continually working on, but for, you know, if someone was looking to buy your business – you showing up and ranking well, you know, having all of your online directories set up, yeah. those kind of things, it just it makes it, again, look like something that they can just pick up and take, keep going with as opposed to going, mm, we're going to have to do a lot of work with that. And that can be quite expensive stuff too. So it can actually affect, you know, as you can take a lot of – pretty much takes either a lot of time or a lot of money and sometimes both. So yeah. it's something that if you've got that already rolling and working well – yeah then it's a big point in your favour.
1: And from your perspective, that's just bite-sized bits for you to do over time. Like, unless you're selling next month...
0: Yeah, Yeah. and that's exactly, that's what all of these things, like getting those social handles, getting the domains, working on your social, all that sort of thing. The whole point is that these are bits and pieces that you can be continually working on that hopefully you're doing for you
1: (laughs) and your business, but that also
0: future you is really going to, you know, all the hard work and effort that you put into your business, if you neglect your marketing because you just get heaps of referrals and stuff like that, then it means that that business is so tied to it having you in it. Yes. If you ever want to step out and sell it or even just move out of the business and start a new business or something like that. If it's relying on you. Yeah, you need all of this stuff in place to keep things moving. Yeah.
1: Just think about how many cocktails are waiting for you at the beach. (laughs) A lot. (laughs) A lot. Margaritas. Uh Naturally. <laughs> All right, so point number two, website that does its job. Yeah. Website is not a set and forget. We have mentioned this before.
0: That's it. Putting your website up is not the end. <laughs> it is the start. We
1: literally <laughs> use the term, it's alive. Yeah. Like, it's live now. So you yeah. have to look after this, baby.
0: Yeah. So basically, with your website, you really want it to be taking care of the first part of the customer journey, mm-hmm. which is attracting new leads. You're letting them, giving them the information that they need to consider you to work out whether you're a good fit for them or not, and then converting them. So bringing in their inquiry or their purchase or whatever. Yeah. That's what you want your website to be doing. Now, putting in your website live, the chances of it doing all of those three things really well as soon as it goes live is is of ridiculous like yeah. it's almost like you can't just expect that something brand new is going to perform perfectly like everything needs to be you know tested improved tweaked etc and like anything in marketing we're going to you know use our experience and psychology and all kinds of things to kind of put together what we think is the best starting point but from there we need to try things check and see how they go, and keep improving on what we're doing. So, yeah, really thinking about how it's bringing people to you, what information is it, covering off on what they need to know in the ways that they want to know it, is that information accessible, visual, all that kind of crap, and then, you know, actually converting them, making it easy for them to do business with you. That's, That's really what you want from your website.
1: So your website's an asset you will be continually working on. So set aside some time each month or sometime in your calendar and just keep working on that one.
0: Basically, and it can be, you know, what when you say working on it, like from a practical perspective, that can be even just having a checklist of things that you want to do and once a month ticking something off that checklist. Like yeah. I want to get one of my ideal client to actually go through the website and tell me what they see as potential fixes. Um, we need to go through and check that all the links are still working and that we all the information is correct.
1: Well, you our know, services and pricing is all current. Our call to right. action is going to the right place. So it's all that maintenance stuff, and that is on top of
0: the new content that you're going to be adding yes. with the regular content marketing that you do. So Blog,
1: blogs, case studies, podcasts, news.
0: audio, yeah. video, all that kind new of stuff. stuff. Yeah, hundred percent. Yes,
1: <laughs> lots to do there. That. It's an ongoing <laughs>
0: process. It's okay. You gotta love a website though, man. Like it's it is fun. Like that's your own little piece of the internet that can look and feel and sound exactly the way that you want it. Like, take control of that. Enjoy it. Make it something that actually is really yours that you're proud of. Yeah. And brings you business. Like, (laughs) and especially if you can, the time and money and effort that you put into getting your website set up so that it's bringing in business while you're asleep or drinking cocktails in the sand. (laughs) it's worth it
1: like it pays off you know and what you're saying there is not just like have a website set and forget and then run ads that do that correct that's not what what we're talking about
0: (laughs) ads are also a lot of fun but no that's that's not what i was just to
1: clarify all right point number three email database yes this is this is a somewhat of tangible asset at the end of the day. Well, I mean, you can't physically touch it, but it's the most... I mean, you can one print it most, out. It's one of the <laughs> 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 You
0: can print out my website homepage too, though, really. It's a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm <laughs> sorry, my game is not isn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Your email database is the only traffic or list or whatever you want to call it that you actually own.
1: Yeah. Your Facebook followers, your social media friends, they're not not going anywhere. Basically. Well, it's kind of like
0: if, you know, Facebook shuts down or changes the algorithm then you've lost your audience.
1: But you don't have Sally or Fred or Sam's email phone number, home address from Facebook. That would be creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that, stalker.
0: (laughs) But it's the same thing with your website. Like, yes, your website is yours, but the traffic that comes to it, You know, you may have noticed, but there's a lot of new shit that gets added to the internet (laughs) all of the time. So even if you're appearing really well for some search terms and everything, that's not a given. It can change. And so your email database, building that, growing it, nurturing it, you know, keeping it clean, like scrubbing it when you need to, keeping that list as good as you can that is the most tangible asset that you can give so if someone you know the the money's in an email list man so it's basically like even though a conversion for an email list might only be say one or two percent like that's actually a pretty good conversion for most email lists like obviously there's always variables um But, you know, that's something that you can pass on to a new business owner or pass on to your new GM while you exit (laughs) stage, right? And then, you know, for them, that's something that straight away they can be utilizing to keep bringing leads in.
1: Well, it's literally a list of people who have gone, yes, I'm interested enough in your thing and what you're doing that I want you to tell me more Mm. continually. Yeah, basically. And it's that continual touch point. It's, you know, email
0: marketing is still one of our... You know, apart from when we say like face-to-face and word of mouth and everything is so strong, but email marketing is one of the few places still where it is just you and your audience with each other. You know what I mean? Social media, everywhere else we've got, everything is competing for our attention all the time. Whereas when you open an email, you you know, like, yes, you're going to be distracted, but... On that screen, at least, it is just you looking at that email. Well, so Back
1: to that basic you've got mail kind of situation. It's like, this is for me. <laughs> yeah. Not that we're that excited <laughs> about our emails, usually. <laughs> yes, true. So, yeah,
0: <laughs> definitely one to nurture, not just build it, but actually nurture that list as well because it needs to be an engaged list. Like Lani said, it's about, you know, people have said, yes, I want to keep hearing from you. If you don't, then keep being in contact with them then they're going to lose interest in you. And then if you do all of a sudden email them, they're probably going to be like, who the fuck are you? What the hell is happening here?
1: Yeah, I, I'm i at that stage where, like, I sign up for random emails when I'm doing stuff, and then, you know, you get all the nurturing sequence and stuff, and then all of a sudden I'm like, I've forgotten why I signed up for this. What was that? Mm-hmm. And then you do the unsubscribes kind of situation. Um, but so, yeah, it's definitely worth keeping on top and keeping that regular um, so people... You've got that brand awareness constantly.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and that awareness consideration, and then again that conversion, it all can lie
1: within that database. So yes, we can very talk important. about email marketing all day. I love email <laughs> marketing. <laughs> all right, well, that's our three pieces for you. We do have a wrap up tip. So whether you're working for an agency or a freelancer, you wanna, or your marketing is in house. Hopefully, it's all nice and neat and tied with a bow, if that's the case. Um, but you want to make sure everything is yours. So, if you've got all your domains and those social handles like we talked about, you want all these passport words somewhere or at least know where they're coming from or where you're getting billed from them for, you can be paying for the same domain from multiple places. That's an accident that does happen.
0: Yeah, I remember that happening with someone that we both know that time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, it's funny now. If it wasn't funny then, but as and same thing with your website.
1: Yeah. The amount of clients that we
0: see who don't actually have proper access to their own website. Now, I'm not dissing web develop. Well, I'm sort of dissing web developers who do that a little bit, but I do know one who does it, and he actually has a really good reason. It's just the setup, security, the platform that he has, or whatever. But I just think we need to get past the stage of thinking that clients can't handle having access, because at the end of the day, if someone has paid for something to be built, yeah. That is theirs. It is not yours. You
1: don't expect the builders of your house to still have a key.
0: Yeah, basically. Oh, that's really good enough. Yeah, <laughs> that next time. time.
1: Yeah, I just thought of that. And that's basically
0: what it is. Yeah. It it and, and it's just really, yeah, exactly. You pay for it. They might have built it, but you paid for it. It is yours, and you need to have access to it. Whether you stay with them,
1: whether you do stuff yourself or go to someone else, it is yours. Yeah, 100%. We're a bit like that with design files. Not every agency is like that. That can be a a bit of a a tricky one. Um, But, you know, even keeping all your proof proof copies and your final artworks and stuff, like, that's going to make it easier for handing over or reproducing work going forward. So 100%. Yeah. Anyway, good luck. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Marketing and Margaritas. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to
0: this episode of Marketing and Margaritas. Find more free marketing tips, tricks and laughs at rebelnation.com.au.